Speaking of meetings, the uh, executives met with, uh, you know, each other as they do before every season to discuss uh, some rule changes, proposed rule changes. And a couple of them we're going to talk about is the coaches challenge. And uh, I guess this is, isn't more of a rule change as opposed to a suggestion, change, but just shortening the season. So first up, uh, we got the coaches challenge. Stefan, you brought that up in the chat earlier this week. So I guess I'll, I'll hand the mic off to you. What do you think about this challenge and stuff? Okay, let me just grab the mic real quick. All right. Alright, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much, I mean, every major sport has challenges like football, hockey, baseball. So, pretty much what happens is that the coaches are each going to get one challenge per game. If And you need a timeout because it kind of counts as a timeout. So, you need to have at least one timeout left. So, if you call the challenge and you win it, you don't have another <coughs> challenge, but you keep your timeout. If you call the challenge and you lose it, you lose the timeout. Okay. So it kind of allows coaches to have one more chance of like, I don't know, um, changing the call, I guess, reviewing the call. Okay. Wait, can you, so can you use this challenge any time in the game, you think? Yeah, any time yeah. in the game. Okay. And it would only be for calls, fouls, goaltending, basket interference, and balls being uh, knocked out of bounds. And they're actually using it in the G League. Um, okay. And it's worked pretty well, so they're going to try cool. and first do cool. it um, during the summer league. And then, if it's but, all good, go with the NBA. My thing, like, two things. Like, first of all, don't they already kind of have that with, in the last two minutes? They can review basically any play that they want. Like, you know how... Yeah, but that's only the last two minutes. Okay, so pretty much this, but for the whole game. Yes. Yeah, although... But you can challenge it. You could never challenge it before. Yeah. Okay. You could ask for a review, I guess. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it's not really challenging, because challenging, you're trying to change the call. Well, so reviewing, it's a bit. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit different, though. It's a bit different. Because pretty much right now, another thing that they're doing, like, the past season as well, is that anytime during the game, they can review out-of-bound plays and flagrant fouls. Okay. And time on the clock without it being in the past two minutes. So the challenge is just an additional um, yeah. chance for coaches to review it, which is good. I mean, I don't know if I like it on called fouls. I think that could be kind of an issue because then let's say Steph Curry goes up for a jump shot. Oh, did he get fouled or not? They're going to review mm. that. You know what Could I mean? Could make the game like, go on a bit longer, too. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. thing. It would drag out. Like, I just hate it when they review stuff and it takes exactly. so long. It's like, yeah. hey, let's get Especially, the game. When, Especially like, when you can see it after, like, the first Yeah, it's, play. Like, it's yeah. clearly, okay. like, yeah. yeah, for sure. So, it's going to slow it down. I like yeah. the idea of it, uh, but it's just going to end up slowing things down. Plus, yeah, that would suck. I think this is mainly based on, like, those last two minutes reports of, like, oh, this call went wrong, this went wrong, blah, blah, blah. I think that's why they're they're kind of implementing this now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good idea, but I just think for a sport like basketball, I don't know if it's going to be a good fit. Yeah. I, I like the idea, but the fit might not be the best. And my last thing, too, is what if they use the challenge on their last time out? And then they lose the challenge. Then so, they have no more timeout. Then that sucks. They, but they, they already wouldn't have had a time. No, no, they had the timeout. Yeah, you need to right. have at least one timeout to call the challenge. So let's say you yeah. have one timeout left. Yeah. You call the challenge. Yeah. If you lose the challenge, you lose the timeout. 
but that was basically a t- okay. So, but then in the challenge, while they're reviewing the play, that's basically the timeout. That well, you- they might force players to stay on the court and not uh, be yeah, able yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. That's been a thing. Or before. they can just get the coach to spill the drink. And then- <laughs> yeah, Jason, good. Hit me. <laughs> uh, yeah, hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so desperate. But do you? What do you think though? Like, uh, yeah, it's a cool proposition, but uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I just think what's the fan of saying is slowing the game down. I don't. I don't know. It's the game's already gets slowed down so much with their last. And one thing I will say is the last two minute reports, L two M reports and stuff, mm-hmm. they're literally absolutely useless. Like the game's over. What's the point of telling us what went? It's wrong? just making fans angry. Yeah, it, oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of won the game. Just, yeah. Like, hey, thanks for letting us know you screwed us. Yeah. I just don't know how they like. You know, in football they have flags. Like, yeah. are they gonna like throw flags on the court oh, for the challenge? <laughs> Well, they're gonna have to throw hide. it, throw it, throw it. <laughs> I don't know. Pockets of their that. suit just yeah. slips on it. Uh, <laughs> the the referee's all right. Well, if they do slip on it, hopefully with the maybe shortened season, there'd be less of a chance for injury. Great transition. Thank you. So, what do you guys think about them possibly shortening the season? Uh, I would not like that. No. What? As, as an NBA fan, I like to watch as many games as possible. So, Dang. um, yeah, and I just I don't I would like to see them be even more games if they're possible. More? Yeah, man, I like I like the NBA. I want to see more games. Yeah, but like, at, at a certain point, it's becomes useless because so many injuries happen. That's part of the game and even if you shorten the season, people are still going to get injured. Yeah, but there's less chance. Like, I'd, I'd like to see like a 65-66 game season. Nah, I, something, that something sucks. Like that. I, no, I would I, say don't shorten the season. If anything, maybe... Just be Don't smart play about regular it. season games or um, not sorry back preseason back. preseason, preseason oh, games. Okay. I mean, take those away. Like nobody really watches Just preseason be games. Smart. Anyways. If hockey can play eighty two games, honestly, I don't see why basketball yeah, like, can play eighty two games. Hockey is, a, in my opinion, it's more of a physically demanding sport. So I don't see well, why they, can. they would. I, any league can play 82 games of course they can they've been doing it all this long but the point is like the product on the court gets somewhat diminished when like at the end of the season all these guys are getting injured or like you have all these catastrophic injuries mi- mid-season and like what you said yeah injuries could, will still happen yeah, but there will there's less of a chance if there's less back-to-backs or no back-to-backs at all and also, every game would mean that much more if it's only a 60... Just like the NFL has a 60-game season, every game yes. means so much. That's why it's like a huge event every week. But if you shorten the season, every game would mean that much more. I mean, there's just so much more involved with it, too. I mean... There's more to the, it than just... There's less revenue that's going to be coming in, so games are probably going to be more expensive for fans to yeah, go and watch. There's a lot of stuff. Um, the opportunity to watch the game is going to go down, too, so tickets might sell out more quickly more yeah. quickly i mean there's just a lot of different things like that um i don't see why a change is needed i don't think i mean yeah there's injuries there's always been injuries there's right? gonna be so injuries. yeah it's gonna be injuries no matter what it's a physical game you're gonna get yeah. hurt no and matter be, what be smart about um, it do a Kawhi leonard if like that was management that was that no, that's not stupid because... It's not stupid. I'm just saying you wouldn't have to do that if the season was shorter, though. Actually, but then if players don't, get injured, I think load management would still happen. It's just yeah. they're going to play less games no matter what. Don't right? don't force your players like Kevin Durant to like go out there. So you guys are for the load management thing. like you guys- After what Kawhi Leonard did and making that a big part of why he could bring yeah. their team a championship, yes, I think that... That's a big thing. I hated it at the time, but yeah. what it turned into? 
Okay. It was such a smart I think move. it sucks because you don't get to see star players as often, but, but at the same time, for the longev- longevity of the whole you, thing, yeah. then... It's just crazy because I remember a few years ago, like LeBron did that a few games, and people are like, "Oh, like they they're kids, you know, coming to watch just you yeah. play." And I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, well, oh, that's because LeBron's one of the first to do it, so he's gonna get criticism, right? Yeah. If Kawhi was one of the first to do it, I think he'd get the same criticism because back then, well, he was guys still- like MJ, they played full seasons, right? Full so games and stuff. So I think it was. LeBron's like one of the first to do it. That's why he got a lot of black for it. And he, he's on a high. He has a very high standard, right? Exactly. So he's on a big uh, platform. I think that's why he got a lot of criticism for it because it wasn't really something that was seen yeah. as done before. And, and Kawhi so. got. I don't like Kawhi did get a lot of criticism for what he did. Mm-hmm. Like I, even me as a fan of Toronto and Kawhi, like I was not happy when yeah. I saw that. Like how, how annoyed I'm sure all of us would have been when we went to the Portland game and Kawhi yeah. wasn't playing. Exactly. That would have yeah, been yeah. like, hey, we're not getting your money's worth, so I get it, but like the fact that that turned into a championship, I think more teams are going to be doing that now. Yeah. It's it's sad to think about. But hey, if it helps break, what would you rather see? Well, your your favorite player play in a single game or bringing your favorite team a championship? You'd rather see a championship. Yeah, of course. my point is that I think you can see both of those things if you just have a shorter season. But then it, the rules Maybe. would have to change. There'd yeah, be so there's, much. With there's it too, there's a lot more. It'd have to be like yeah, they'd have to think about this for like a couple of years before implementing it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, there's just so much I would go with because then you'd have to change the rules. Maybe if like. MVP voting, this or that, that might come into an effect, I think, so I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not that easy. You can't just be like, oh yeah, magically, let's shorten the season. But no, j- I'm not saying just it's easy. Not but... to like prolong this, just wondering though, like, if you had to pick a number of games, what would it be? 65-ish. Yeah, I think it's 65, or 66. You know, whichever one, that... like, allows you to play every team a certain amount of times. Is so, that like... really gonna make that much of a difference, though? That's that's what, only like, like 10, what twenty games, fifteen more games, fifteen less games, seventeen like, less is that games. Actually, really gonna make a difference? Yeah, that that's a huge difference. Maybe. Kawhi sat out like what twenty games? He did, but then that's what more teams should do if they're because right now you're just saying that for a health issue, right? That's your main point. My main point is health and yeah. the quality of the games because you wouldn't have people having to sit out, so you'd always see the stars in the so, games. So back to the health issue. Yeah, but, yeah. and load management. Which is a health issue. No, but why was he? It all goes back to being injured, though. To be fair, to kind of counter your argument, look at college basketball. They don't play as much, and you saw just as big injuries on star players, right? So it's going to happen regardless, even if exactly. it's a, even if it's a forty game season. Exactly. Yeah, but because even when they're not playing, there's still so many things I know, outside. Inju- I know you can't avoid injuries, even if it's a one game. season. I think somehow. I think your oh, argument injured, is based but. on the potential of injuries. But the reality is that injuries are going to happen no matter what, so that potential doesn't really change my opinion. But what makes 82 the magic Be- number? Like, no, that's just that's 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 always been. Like, I, I think it's a, it's a tradition that shouldn't yeah, change. Yeah, it's just, it's always opinion. been that way. Like, okay. some things I just don't think you should change. Okay. So, I think, let's say basketball, let's say you have a 60% chance of getting injured playing 82 games, you'll still have a 60% chance of getting injured if you play 60 games. But that's just my opinion. Fair no, enough. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you, still yeah. well, same, you still have the same contact. You still have the same plays. The contact. But if you play less games, obviously there's less of a chance. Cause no, you're, you're it, not but in it's still the same much. play, though. It's the same play, but like. I just don't think it would make 
that much of a difference. Less back-to-back. Because players don't get injured games. on wear and tear. They get injured usually on contact. Well, but your so, muscles yeah. are just... This could go on forever. Yeah. I, All right. Anyway, let's just move on to the questions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> questions. We'll try to do this quickly because we're pretty over time here. So we'll just get some quick answers here. Uh, this is from the Clubhouse podcast. Uh, what's Shout one... Out. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Who's uh, one NBA player slash celeb you'd want to see it in your podcast? Um, yeah, I'm just going to go with my favorite player, Dirk Nowitzki. This is, this is my favorite player of all time, so I just like to meet him in person slash have him on the podcast. That'd be cool. That's just me. How about you yeah. guys? I would probably say... Don't use mine. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Why are you even thinking about this? Come on, the answer's obvious for you. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. If it's a favorite it player or celeb, LeBron. If it was only favorite player, oh, okay. then obviously. Yes, yeah, so like, if it's LeBron. celeb, then why? Why not? I. Why don't I just choose Woj? Like Kanye. He's like. Or, or he's or that, ce- what? Yeah, Woj what? is in, a celeb. In terms of NBA circles, yeah, everyone knows. Uh, Woj. I don't really consider him a celebrity. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. In NBA know. circles, Woj is absolutely a celebrity. He'd be knowledgeable, but I think he he might not be as like entertaining. No, he would be entertaining, know. but imagine like how much exposure that. would Yeah. Be. I guess. I, okay. Yeah. I guess. For Woj, that's like a Zach good Lowe, business move. I exactly. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I'll so. say Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Club Station! Club Station. Ring Club Station. Skip. Skip. Skip, skip, skip. 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 Wait, do you want him with or without the goat mask? <laughs> Without he can bring Without? his he can bring the henny Shay <laughs> All right, all right, fair uh, enough. Wait, wait, what? What's is your skip or what? Uh, no, his is. Uh, dirt. I, I said dirt. Oh yeah, you said dirt. Skip? Okay, yeah, yeah. What? Skip would be sick. Yeah, I, I, okay, I changed my. Answer. He would just counter everything we would say. <laughs> all right, well, what about LeBron? Yeah. All right, uh, this is from. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony and Alex podcast says Russell Westbrook his own worst enemy. Uh, yeah, that's actually an interesting question. I think he is, is. his own worst enemy? Yeah. Like, is he the reason why he's not winning kind of thing? Yes, I think that's what it oh. is. Oh. I, I, I say, yeah, I think that's right. Like, it's not like Westbrook's not good enough to, like, do it. It's just, like, he makes bad, he makes, he doesn't have a good basketball IQ. He just makes bad decisions. I think that's where his failures come. So, yeah, I, to answer the question, yeah, I do think he's his own worst enemy. Yeah, I That's I'd an interesting that question. Because I think, like... A lot of his downfall is just himself. Like Stupidity. it's not like he's not good enough to do some of these things. It's just like he, in like you know, last minute moments, he'll make a stupid turnover that he clearly wouldn't have made earlier in the game, or a dumb foul here and there, and stuff like that. So like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's the kind of guy that. Um, let's say he misses four shots instead of passing it off, he'll keep right. taking he'll keep shots. shooting. <laughs> so it's exactly, like, exactly. and it's not even good shots too. Yeah, like yeah. he's not a good mid-range shooter, but he keeps shooting mid-range jump shots. Like yeah. it's a, that kind of thing. Like, Especially the three-point shot. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. I yeah no I agree. He's his decision making just isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. He's his own downfall. It's sad because he's good. He's, he's good he's enough good. to be like one of the best, but. He makes bad decisions. So, and I think yeah. that's why he might never win a championship. I agree with you. Same with James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is from Ad. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Ad. Club Shay Shay. Okay. Club Shay Shay. <laughs> Happy sorry, birthday, sorry. Kawhi. Yeah, stay, please. At Lance Smith, TBC. 
Uh, I guess this is more a question for me. Uh, where oh, should okay. what, sorry? Okay, <laughs> but no, you See guys. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> where should the Mavs go from here? Should they swing for the fences on another young guy since they have cap space? Uh, the Mavs have a lot to do. I think signing Horford to a long term would be a good idea. To be honest, they need a lot before they can compete and contend again. I think they're on the right path with Przingis and Luca. I think that's a really good start. But let's be honest, in this league, you need a lot more than that if you want to compete for a title. Uh, I think they overall they need a bench. They don't have. Yeah, they're not that deep. Yeah, right? they don't have much of a bench. Yeah. They have a lot of young guys that are like unproven. You mm-hmm. know, Brunson, Cleaver, even Dwight Powell. Shout mm-hmm. out to Canadian. Um, I think right now they need some wing players that can shoot and play defense, kind of like a Covington. That would be good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And then also they need a bench. So yeah, wing players that can shoot and defend, and then uh, yeah, a bench. bench. That's what I think yeah. they need to do. I uh, mean, I'm not yeah. like as into the Mavs as you are, but I think they're the way they've built their roster so far. Like, what is that now is a really good foundation. Yeah, yeah for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, that good start. Porzingis trade was a really good trade. Yeah, they just like um, all the white players. But it's just, question, <laughs> it's just a question. It's just a question of building upon that. But they're yeah. they're good. They yeah, don't need to be anywhere else right now than yeah, where they are. They have they're on the right path and, for sure. They need to not sign a big name free agent point guard. They need to develop oh, Brunson. Yes, and I agree. Brunson should be he has a, a lot of potential. And Brunson should it. be the sixth man this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dorian Finney-Smith, like they have a and lot of so, young guys. It's more just getting those maybe some vets. And they they could get uh, DeAndre Jordan. That's something I wouldn't be before. against bringing him back. Like I don't <laughs> see why not. Especially if you have Porzingis there already spacing your front court. Yeah, I don't see why you couldn't use a DeAndre yeah. Jordan to improve your rebounding as well. And Porzingis will obviously get you boards too. So yeah, yeah. um. Oh, this is from Izana at EZG. Hey, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> uh, actually, two people asked like the same question, so I'll just shout this person out too. Uh, this is Hoophead Productions. They pretty much asked the shout same. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> He's waiting for it. They, ba- they basically said the same thing. Uh, Izana said, what do you think the Lakers roster will look like at the start of the year and will they be able to compete in the playoffs? And he said, what should the Lakers do with the cap space? Big name. Question mark. Fill the roster. Uh, okay. So yeah. I guess it's like a two-part, like how they'll do and what they should do yeah. with the roster. Okay. Yeah, so what do I think? Um, I think they should not sign a max, max guy, no matter who it is. Even if it's Kawhi, I don't think they should sign a max guy. I think they have their two stars in LeBron and AD, and I think their smart move would be to... Honestly, just get a bench because honestly, you kind of need a bench in the playoffs. I mm-hmm. think like when you look at the Raptors, like Van mm-hmm. Fleet and Ibaka, they're two main guys off the bench. Like I'm not saying they wouldn't have won it without them stepping up, but I think they played a big part in that. So mm-hmm. obviously, the Lakers is pretty much championship or disappointment to them. That's always how they've been. So yeah, I think they need to use that money and kind of space it out. Find some three point shooters for LeBron, as he you know he he likes his shooters around him and then get get a get a solid bench but i i think even if it's Kawhi, I, I think they should just not use the max and just space it out and find like a good 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 role players because like you can see with the raptors you don't need three superstars to win a championship you no, can yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get solid role players and just build that team chemistry and that can clearly win you a championship yeah. and so. actually that's a really good point i well do you how far do you think they'll go next year in the playoffs? <sighs> it, it's hard it's, make the playoffs it's hard to say because they have like like one person on the roster right now. <laughs> I Caruso. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really have an answer. Uh, I guess I'll give my answer at the start of the season when I see a complete roster. But 
for what I can see right now, I'm just going to say they don't make the playoffs again. That's what well, I think. They literally don't have a team right yeah, now. So yeah, they so they can. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we'll see what happens. Fair. I like what you said about uh, not re-signing. I think it's also a good thing. They shouldn't re-sign another max guy. Yeah, no, definitely. Then they'll have, like, what, six players on their yeah, team? Like, that's nobody. stupid. And we've seen, like you said, with Toronto, we've also seen it when Golden State went 73-9. and nine. They had two main guys and a lot of good role players. Yeah. Um, so that's Mavs in 2011. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like they just have, like, oh, two okay stars. No, they have, like, AD and LeBron, yeah. who are two of, like, the top best five. players. Yeah, two of the top five players in the NBA right now. So that's all you need right there. One thing they shouldn't do is spend money on a point guard like D'Angelo Russell. They don't need that. LeBron's already one of the best passes in the NBA right now. You don't need another playmaker. Like, you don't need that. You need shooters, role players, guys who can play defense. Defense was an issue last year. LeBron's not the same defender he was before. So they need shooters and defense. That's all they need to focus on. Yeah, defense um, is a big one, too. I didn't you, think of that. You don't need big-name players. You already have two of the biggest names. Yeah, you don't true. need to go for anyone else. solid role players. Exactly. Solid role players. And honestly, even if they get... JaVale McGee, bring him back. That wouldn't be a bad idea, honestly. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea because Davis is a good... Um, he Just, can space the floor and they get a couple shooters. They don't need a, a shooting yeah. five. Mm-hmm. That's They don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say they have uh, LeBron Davis and let's say LeBron Davis, they both play 75% of the games and they have good role players. I see them being like a four seed in the West. Nice. That's- I think like I agree with you guys for the most part I do think that like they should focus on filling out their roster but where I disagree with you guys is if you, if they can get Clay or Kawhi you Ooh, do it you do it no matter what they're not getting Clay Clay but... is, is first of all a perfect fit uh, to okay. go alongside LeBron and AD Actually, I'll let you finish yeah go ahead absolutely perfect fit so if you if there's any way in hell you can get him you do it there's no way in and hell. if okay <laughs> okay sure but if I, I'm just answering the question if you yes. can get him you do that and if you can get Kawhi he's just too good to pass up on you get him anyone else like Kyrie D'Angelo whoever else don't get those guys Focus on building your roster. Sign a bunch of role players that can shoot. Yes. Preferably defend as well. But mo- most importantly, shoot because you're going to need a lot of spacing with, bench. with LeBron. Yeah. AD can space the floor, but he's not like a knockdown three-point shooter he either. He can't space a three-point so, three line. That's the problem. He can hit threes. He's not yeah, a three-point yeah. shooter. Just like LeBron. You know, he yeah. can hit threes, but... He was only a three. Po- he wasn't a three-point shooter last year. That's for sure. Year before, you can make an argument. But like, anyways, like yeah, get get guys like Redick. You can get guys like Seth Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like that out there. I would have said Darren Collison, but he just retired like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so that's unfortunate. But um, yeah, that's that's what I think you should do. <laughs> Fill out your roster if you can't get guys like Kawhi and Clay. Yeah, the only issue I see with with that is. I don't know. If you spend all your money on another max slot... Then you have nothing. You have nothing. And then with LeBron coming off a big injury, with AD being injury-prone, yeah, the risk of injury and then having a small roster, just it doesn't bode well. And if you have someone like Kawhi, too, he's had some injuries here and there. So as much as those two guys playing together would be nice, mm-hmm. I just think there'd be a lot of load management. I don't know how that would play out. So maybe Kawhi wouldn't be the best fit for that. Yeah, I don't think he so, should um, I just think... With the uh, the Lakers' injury history, Davis, I know LeBron is on like one of his first big injuries, but still he's getting old too. He's gonna have some games off, so I think you should focus on having solid role players instead who can still kind of carry the team into 
uh, the, a playoff push would be better than just focusing on a max slot and having some young, cheap, unproven guys. The thing is, like, if you got if you sign a guy like Clay or Kawhi, that pretty much does help with the fact that they'll have to do load management, right? Because if you're gonna rest LeBron some games, if you're gonna rest AD some games, that means you'll still have hopefully two other all-stars on the floor which means that you have a great chance to win that game. Two other all-stars with a lower quality um, bench. I'd rather have a higher quality bench and one less all-star than one more all-star and I think exactly and I think I think it depends on who the all-star is but like yeah if if that all-star is Kawhi though would you rather have a high-quality bench, or would you rather have Kawhi and AD out there? A high-quality bench. Really? We've seen that in the playoffs. Bench play is, uh, I could say, a bigger factor than having another All-Star. And I think Philly is a good example for that. I uh, Where I disagree is the fact that they won't be able to sign anyone. Because if you sign a max player, you can still sign as many vet minimums as you want. So yeah, you but can still sign Jared Smith, Kyle Korver, But not everyone's going to agree no, to a vet minimum. But according to Windhorse, he's saying people are already lining up to play for the Lakers. So I, I'm, they're, but they're are, they, are they lining up to get a vet minimum, though? They want to play. Yeah, no, that's what he meant. Like the, mm. the vet minimums are lining up to play with the Lakers. So, you, so. so let's say they get Kawhi. They have likely very little money left over. They have, like, Even if they, so do you, they have negative money, they okay. can still sign as many vet minimums. But can they can they sign like eight players to a vet minimum? You think eight yes. players are going to take a vet minimum? There's I could of say max three players taking a vet minimum, but like I don't think that many guys are going to take a vet minimum. But no. there's plenty of guys that are out of the league right now that they could sign. Nick Young, J.R. Smith, basically out of the league. Carmelo is not really playing. So like, yeah, that, that's that, three players. That's three but guys, you, but you, that's just okay. Timothy Mozgov, you got uh, Thiago Splitter. Like you got plenty of guys that are out of the league. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't see yeah, that happening. Yeah. I'd I rather have a solid bench. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. Okay. You have okay. to think of the big picture. Mm-hmm. Agree to disagree. All right. Um, the last one. Uh, no, just two more. Uh, why do people hate the Rockets so much? <laughs> who, who, can we shout them out? Uh, no. Shout out. Shout, oh, <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate the Rockets so much? Because of how they play. It's I think a lot easy. of because they should be they should be they should have gotten further than they have and they haven't. They've kind of choked, so I think people just like hating on them because they've choked yeah. so much. Because they should have gotten to a certain point, but they haven't. They've been disappointing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's fair to put all the blame on Harden. I think a lot of the okay, blame should go on <laughs> Mike D'Antoni, to be honest. I think he doesn't get enough of the blame, honestly. But uh, Harden, you know... But Harden executes with the Mike D'Antoni playbook. Yes, so. but even when he's off the ball, it's not like he's engaged in the play. He literally just stands in the corner and like, okay, that's well, the I can't do anything. Playbook, ah, not really. Yeah. He can st- no. Carmelo that- was doing the same thing in New York. That's the Mike D'Antoni playbook. So you're telling me the D'Antoni playbook is when you don't have the ball, you stand in the corner and salt? Yes, because all that's what all the players <laughs> do when Harden has the ball. That's but they're ready the with hands up there. You guys won't be able to hear me for a second. But they're moving around with their hands up. They're getting ready just in case he kicks out the ball. But he doesn't. Shoot. <laughs> but he do- obviously doesn't or very little. But like when Harden, when Chris Paul brings up the ball, Harden just stands like this in the corner. So you're saying all superstars ready, get ready, ready with the ball? Come on, that's stupid. That, that's, I, 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 that's not a good argument. Wait, that all superstars are always ready to catch the ball at every second? Like, come on. They should. Yes, he should be ready to catch that's the ball. Why wouldn't he be argument. ready to catch that's the ball? That's not a good argument. That's, what? That's a lame argument. He I'm should sorry, be ready to... So argument. you think that Harden is justified in just standing there with his it's hands down? It's the D'Antoni playbook. That's exactly what it is. 
You just stand in the corner. Like, but you, Harden, the guy who gets the ball just stands in the corner. That's ready to shoot. Not a, oh, come on. Why? So because he's not ready, ready to, to shoot, shoot on a few plays, he's, he's a bad player. He gets Yes, because the, you're basically playing four on five. Is LeBron always ready to shoot? Yeah. No, he's not. What do you mean he's not ready to shoot? Come on. He's play, but if if Harden is standing in the corner with his hands down, you're playing four on five. But when Harden <laughs> has the ball, Chris Paul is moving around. He's ready, so you're playing five on five, really? which is why he's angry. Because when he has the ball, when it's his turn to initiate offense, basically he's at a disadvantage. And actually, I disagree 100% with what you're saying right now. You said earlier in the show, people don't like playing with Harden because he only gets the ball, he goes in and shoots. That's the D'Antoni playbook. You get the ball at the top, and you dribble, drive, penetration. That's literally the playbook. So people do not like playing with Harden because he doesn't actually kick it out. He goes in and drive. That's what they do. Harden kicks it out. Harden but kicks out the ball. it's not just D'Antoni. That's, that's literally how Harden plays, which is why I guess D'Antoni and Harden kind of work. But, like, I think but they... But we haven't seen much else from Harden. He's mainly played with D'Antoni. But he kind of, I guess it was a smaller sample size. Exactly, but he was, when he, he was with the Thunder, that was when he first That's why I think he, Harden would be better. This is, we're not even addressing the question anymore, but that's <laughs> fine. Uh, I don't, he, I think he'd be better as a six man. If he has a smaller opportunity, I think he'd be really good. But when Harden he has, would be amazing but, as a six man. Yeah, but like, like because he has a such big opportunity, he's, I don't know. Hurtful it just, it just to your team. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't work. And I think, yes, it is D'Antonio's coaching style, but it's also, that's how Harden plays. Like, even, I think even if you take D'Antonio out, that's just how Harden plays. We'd have to wait and see if, if that happens. I think he can play. Like, there's nothing. Why can't he run off screens? Why can't he come off screens and get ready to shoot? Because he's lazy. I know that's not the D'Antoni system, but I think he could do it with another coach. But what I'm saying is even exactly. in Exactly, stand- so if you think he could do it with another coach, then you can't make the argument that he's lazy by no, no, staying no. in the corner and not it's, waiting it's, for the ball. It's two different things. I think Harden... But you're kind of contradicting yourself no, 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 by no, saying no. that. Okay, if Harden played for the uh, like Steve Kerr, right, and some of the plays is set two screens for Harden to run off of so he can catch and create from there, maybe take a wide open three okay. or whatever... That's a play, right, that I think Harden has the ability to do. I wouldn't see why not. But Harden, in D'Antoni's system, like you're saying, he's the he's the man and he drives and creates, but there are times where he doesn't have the ball. Yeah. And part of that D'Antoni system is, and the Daryl Morey system, for that matter, is threes and layups. And when the layup is not there for Chris Paul or whoever is initiating that play, Harden is not ready to shoot up that three. He's just standing there so like, how you take you, it. How can you make the argument that on another team do you willing to shoot, but on this team he's not willing to shoot? Because on That's another team, he'd, no, because on another team he'd be they'd be running plays for him. So to you're shoot. saying that it's he's picking and choosing whether he's on a good team or not, whether he wants oh. to shoot. No, because no, you're no, kind no, of contradicting no. yourself. I, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. If he plays on the Warriors, a lot of their offense is running picks and getting okay. people yeah. off of screens okay. to shoot. Okay. Harden can do that. He's like, why not? You know, on the, the Rockets, that's completely not the offense. It's basically ISO. Give it's ISO. Get layups and kick it out for they, th- open they, threes. They don't run plays for Harden. They just give him the ball. Right. Harden is the initiator of that play, like maybe eighty percent of the time. The twenty percent of the time that Chris Paul does it, 
Harden should be like any other rocket and be ready to shoot the ball. The I, problem is he's not. He just sulks and says, "I, I don't have. To, I'm not initiating the play right now, so I'm basically out of the I, play." I don't think it's a question of effort or a question of laziness. I think it's a question of, like you all mentioned, he has the highest usage rate, probably plays the most minutes. I think it's more of a question of just being tired. I don't think it's a question of being lazy. I'm sure if players had just as high usage rate, would be seeing the exact same thing. So I completely disagree with what you're saying. All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I made my point. I mean, all right. Let me disagree. Yeah. Okay. So there's another yeah. question. Too many questions this week. Uh, why does the media overrate like the the Lakers? Shout out to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to whoever. To whoever. Yeah. Why does the media overrate yeah, I, 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 the Lakers? I think they'd be just because it just goes back. Like they're they're the most ex- in my opinion they're the most successful. Like yeah. one of the most successful franchises of all time. They've always had. I think it just comes from the players they had. You know, obviously the biggest players they had. Yeah, Jerry West. Too. Well, yeah, they just always had like yeah. big names, and they're, it's a big city, big market. But I, I wish I he think had. That, I, I think the expectation of them is just always so high. So I wish he had get an example. Like I, I wish he put yeah, an example of, of what he means. Like, does he mean well, that I mean, they? I think we know what they mean. But he could mean like they overrate the Le- the Lakers in terms of they talk about the Lakers all the time, yeah, or think... they overrate the Lakers in terms of how good they are. No, I think it's like yeah, talking about them, talking about them yeah. all the time. Okay, then yeah, I agree with to what... win. Like... Yeah, I think it's just they just ha- they've always had they're held to such a high standard. Like them not making the playoffs or six years in a row. Like that's a really. Big deal. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. a big in deal. In terms of NBA history, yeah, yeah that's like that's yeah, embarrassing. I, I think it's just the, their their history. Honestly, I think that's the main thing. Their history. If they don't win a championship, it's a disappointment. It's a mix of the execs. I think their fans too. Like they've always it's, had like a yeah, big fan base. It's L.A. <laughs> famous fan base too. It's it's pretty uh, much it's Kobe, Shaq, Wilts, probably the it's uh, the biggest market Jerry in the league. West. I'll say it's yeah. the biggest market. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in New York, maybe, but obviously they're way more successful, so I'd say L.A. And Boston, And too. I think that's kind of the same thing as to why people always talk about New York being so bad, because of the fact that they're a big franchise, right? So I think yeah, just but they haven't really won much. Yeah, but they, exactly. Yeah. They haven't done anything. So, yeah, the media will always talk about the Lakers because they're basically the centerpiece of the NBA in terms of franchises. And they always have big names, too, so it's... Yeah. So, but if he, yeah, if he meant, all... like, in terms of them being successful... It's just, I think that's just LeBron. You have LeBron on your team, you're expected to do good. That's well, I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do with LeBron. I just think it has to do with, like, just the Lakers having that ex- expectation of just. They but have no one to be expected good. them to do good when Lonzo Ball no, and no, Brandon Ingram. No, no, for sure. Like, but, like, okay, they don't expect them to do good with that roster. But, like, regardless of the roster, it's just they're hold this, held to such a high standard. Like, people want them to be good, and they kind yeah. of expect them to be good, regardless yeah. of who's on yeah, the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know, I guess I know what you mean. But Plus, being in L.A. has a big thing, too. Yeah. Right? It plays a big yeah. part. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, holy, this is a long yeah, episode. A long, yeah. um, but we're glad that you stayed with us for it. Um, and I'm just going to wrap it up here, unless you guys have any final words. No, it was uh, good topics, good discussions. Lots going on with free agency. Send those questions. We'll shout you out. If you shout, out. shout out. Shout <laughs> out. Okay. Uh, yeah. My final word is Club Shay Shay. Come back on Volify. Club Shay Shay. Happy birthday, Kawhi. Celebrate at Club Shay Shay tonight. Yeah. Please stay. Please. <laughs> Please stay. But if you don't, Happy it's fine. Happy 28th birthday to Mr. Leonard. Wow, he's still young.
Wow. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, Make sure to use code BALLIFY on the SeatGeek app or SeatGeek.com for $20 off your first purchase. You can find our show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at BallifyNBA or Jordan's at JordanBallify or Yuzana's at EZG. He'll be back on the show sometime, I am sure. Um, yeah, we look forward to free agency and the rest of the summer. We'll see what's going on in the league and we look forward to continuing to bring you great contact. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you guys next Peace. time. Bye.